0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Early Learning Ventures Family Engagement Fridays. Today our guest speaker is Liz Crager, who is a licensed clinical social worker and an early childhood mental health consultant for Mind Springs Health in Grand Junction. Welcome, Liz. Thank you for having me, Colleen. So, what we're going to be talking about today, and I think thank you in advance for sharing your expertise is what do we as parents need to know when our children fight and argue? What are some tips and trades and some ideas okay. that might help our children um, when they are, and specifically toddlers and preschools, workout problems? So let's start out by just asking you that question. How can I help my toddler or my preschool work out problems?
1: We have to remember that they don't understand feelings like we understand the feelings. These are new and they just, they feel them in their body. And the first, one of the first things we need to help them to understand is what are these feelings by naming them? This is frustration. This is anger. Oh, we're sad. So, you know, kind of talking about that and having, a dialogue with them, kind of narrating what they're going through. Oh, you looked really frustrated when your brother took away your toy. And part of that is, you know, also teaching them empathy to be aware of not only it's, it's hard and not only their own feelings, but the feelings of others by bringing attention to facial expressions and, and things that we do with our bodies. Look at his face. He looks really sad. He's crying. He's really sad. You know, and that's a great place to start. To validate their feelings. And then letting them know that some of their actions are not okay. Setting that limit with them. I I see that you're really frustrated. But it's not okay to to throw that toy at your brother when you're frustrated. And what we know about young children is that the best way for them to learn is to practice. And so thinking about and talking about some of those things that we can do instead of hitting and kicking and biting and throwing our toys. So it's not okay to throw our toys. Instead, when we're frustrated or upset, let's let's tell tell me what you're feeling. Are you frustrated? Say, "I'm frustrated." And practicing those things, and and telling if they're verbal, and if even if they're not verbal, um, you can still say those words out loud for the young child. I don't like it when you throw my toy, your toys at me. I don't like it when you bite me, you know, helping them to gain those, those verbal skills. And, you know, we want our children to use their words. And I, I hear, I hear it a lot, use your words, but what if they don't know what to say? What if they don't have those words? And we have to remember that, especially for very young children. And, um, Conscious Discipline, which is a modality that is set up for young children, infants, toddlers throughout the gambit, and um, I think there's a website consciousdiscipline.com, and that you can find this information on, and it goes through a dialogue and kind of a script of what what to say and there's a book called conscious discipline and it's by Dr. Becky Bailey and for very young children there's there's a script and first <clears throat> for very young children that are nonverbal you say see his face his face is saying stop i don't like what you're doing and then you talk about what you can do instead touch me like this and you practice, you know, you can say nice hands, but you want to show them what those nice hands look like. And for older kids, you can ask them a question, you know, did you like what he did to you? Did Did you like that? And they could say, no. Well, then let's tell them that you didn't like that. Say, stop. I don't like it. When you take my toy, can you ask me for your toy instead? Um, So I think that it's really important to first validate their feelings and set that limit and talk about what you can do instead and then practice it.
0: Those are really good ideas for verbal and nonverbal children. And we know they're learning to use their words, but sometimes if they don't have the words, they're going to show you they're (laughs) upset. So thank you for saying that. Uh, When my children are growing up, I had a little bit of an age span between my children. And so I had uh, my older child. And then eight years later, his two younger brothers were born. And so I always wanted to be aware of, am I being fair to all of the children, the older child as well as the younger child? And so what might you say um, for parents, for us to say, How do we handle this conflict if a a young child is pestering an older child? And how do you deal with those conflicts to make it fair for all the children?
1: Well, understanding that the two children, the eight-year-old and the two-year-old, they have different skill sets and to play off of those and to build on them. So for the eight-year-old, you know, you talk about things. Do you think that your little sister or little brother really knew what you wanted and they knew that you didn't want them to take that. And you talk about where their younger child is, you know, where they are developmentally and you let them be the teacher. You help them empower them to be the teacher because they want to, sometimes it helps for younger children, for older children to be able to teach those, those younger kids. It empowers them. That they can, yeah, I can teach them this, this skill. And, and help in helping them to teach the younger child that their older sibling did not like that. And at the same time, teaching the other, the older child to be empathetic with that younger sibling that they didn't know, they don't know any better. Let's help them to know. So let's practice. And again, Practicing is the best way for young children
0: to learn. That, that's great. That's twice now I've heard you talk about practicing. And, and I think that really does help because we know that it's not one and done. It's something that they mm-hmm. need to continue to practice as they gain more skills. One thing that comes to mind, and I often see um, and hear people talking to their children, those that are verbal, nonverbal, that sort of thing, requiring them to apologize for their behavior and and having that, that dialogue on apologizing. And do you have any guidance on what is the best way um, to get to that point? I think you've shared some skills, but is it with an apology? Is it I'm sorry? What makes most sense for children?
1: Well, we want to think about if this young child is really sorry. They're probably not. And so is it... Is it worthwhile? Is it something that they can learn from? And some people think that it's not. And I think I personally think a better way is to teach empathy and to help that child to kind of make it better. So I like to say, instead of tell them you're sorry, ask, how can we make it better how can we improve the situation and help them to feel better? So how can we make it? How can, you know, so you ask, how can we make it better? Well, maybe he wants the toy back. His, his, maybe he needs you to, you know, go get him something to help with the owie. So can we, can we get a wet washcloth or can we get an ice pack or does he need a kiss? You know, that's, I think that that's a better place to go than apologizing because kids don't really understand that yet.
0: They'll get there, they'll get there, but not at first. Yeah, that makes absolute sense because sometimes you hear those apologies like, sorry. And like you said, they really don't mean it. They're doing it because they're being asked to do it. So I do like those other suggestions. So then I wonder is timeout a good? or effective intervention for child behaviors.
1: One of the things that I have learned recently is something called co-regulation. We want our children to be able to calm themselves down, and young children just aren't able to do that because they don't have that internalized mechanism to help them calm down. And so we call something, we call it co-regulation, where we can as adults we can calm ourselves down and so with that child we calm our bodies down so that our child can mirror that calming down too and that's called co-regulation and so if we think about sending them sending a young child into their room go in your room until you've calmed down how are they supposed to calm down when there's nothing to help them young children need us to help them to calm down whether it's they're mirroring off our bodies our breathing or just helping them to talk through it you're really frustrated how can we calm our bodies down i'm gonna take some deep breaths or i'm just gonna hold you until you can calm down and so i always ask when you send them into a room by themselves is that effective is, is that effect is that effective it is it helping them to calm down or are they just going into their room and screaming? That's where, that's where I'm at. I, sometimes they can, but not until they're able to regulate on themselves, regulate by themselves. And that usually doesn't happen until like age eight, maybe 10. They really need us to help them to calm down.
0: Well, that that is very helpful. My last question you've already answered, which is really awesome. And it had to do with sending children to their rooms. But I think what I heard you say is until they're able to to manage that self-regulation, they're going to need you. And so making them leave the room or go to timeout and not be close by you isn't always the best way to manage behaviors. So. Is there anything else that you would like to add that we haven't asked?
1: Um, one of the things that I've taken from another modality from circle of security, we talked about this the last time that we did a, um, did this. Um, they talk about something called a time in where it's kind of like, it's being with your child to help them to calm down and, and, We calm down together instead of apart.
0: I've never heard that term before, and I am going to use that again and again. I I love that idea. Um, It still maybe would feel like I'm addressing a situation, but I'm doing it in a different way. I'm Mm -hmm. time in instead of time out. So thank you for that. Again, Liz, thank you so very much for taking the time to share your expertise. And you mentioned Conscious Discipline. Um, So that's a website, ConsciousDiscipline.com. Yes, Yes, I believe so. And then what we'll do is when we um, post this um, podcast, we'll make sure that that link is part of it. So again, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for taking the time to share your expertise. I know parents are going to really appreciate this information.
1: Thank you, Colleen. um, It's a pleasure to be on this podcast with you. Take care. Thank you.